Leaping forward bionically. Truck Jewels. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Manda Panda. I'm back. Uh, Hi. And of course, Bass B in the room, Shayna. Cow. And we have an awesome show lined up for you. Today, we have Underground 6. I know you've been waiting for this one. We're talking about Mandalorian as well. This is the new Disney Plus blockbuster. Mando in the house. Can you tell I'm excited? I can tell you're excited. Uh, I was trying to hide it soon. <laughs> and also, we're talking about this new indie comic, The Scratcher. Now, this is also a uh, suspense action ebook. So, we'll see how that one fared in just a few. But now, I'm going to kick it in deep. Like, boom! To the, to the ankles! Oh, Mandalorian. Ready? I'm ready. The new Disney Plus show about, of all things, the Mandalorians in the Star Wars universe. The Star Wars universe has only really showcased one Mandalorian in, I think, the entire run. Okay, two, you're right. Uh, And these are, of course, Boba Fett and Jango Fett. And to be fair, there are others if you watch the cartoon series. You're talking about the good good one or the less... Both of them were good. I like Rebels and I like Clone Wars. I think they they were teasing the toys before. Like, they're like, by the way, a show's coming. And then the show came and people were really bummed about it. The original animated one they did did so much better than the movies. Like, as... Like, people liked it a lot more than the movie. You know, that why, you know why? You know why, right? Because the people, movie wasn't good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, movies were garbage. But that animated one was done by Gennady Tartakovsky, the same dude that did uh, Dexter's Lab, same dude that did uh, Samurai Jack. Oh, same the dude that also did. Yeah, same dude that also did Two Stupid Dogs many, many years ago. One of I my love favorite Two shows. Stupid Dogs. Yeah, that was the dude. <laughs> That same, that same brilliant mind oh. that brought you <laughs> two stupid <laughs> brought you, dogs. Samurai Jack brought you two stupid dogs. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, now we're talking about the Mandalorian, which is the story of Mando, who's never really given a name. I mean, he has a name he in the show, and to yeah. tell you that would be a spoiler. But he's never identified by most anyone else, ever, anyone else in the show, except as Mandalorian. Mando, Mando, you know, uh, oh, for the love of God, don't kill me. You know, various like, titles. Also, can I say, you referring can't. to him as Mando seems weird. Especially because it's... Mm. That's like the, his cultural whole, representation. It's that's the like, whole religion. It's the name yeah, of the people. Yeah, it's like, that'd be like me going to somebody and be like, yo, what's up, black? Yeah. And it's like... Or even it's like, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, what's good, Christian? What's <laughs> happening? Yo, what's happening, Muslim? Like yo, Jewish, ha! Who is my dog? <laughs> Yo, hold yeah, on, hold 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 on, Yo, who, who invited you in Terry? Who invited you? Mother- yeah. God. And not even calling the Unitarian. Crazy, that's how it starts. There's going to be Unitarian in the house. You can't even call Then there's going to be Scientologists in the house. Man, like, we can't have nice stuff. You, no, it'd be more like calling them Unit or something like that. Because oh, they, right, they, 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 they cut Racist? You, you and I can't what? lie. Come on now. We're like, trying to run a we trying to run a classy show. That's all I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> weird that you know characters call him <laughs> No, it is it's a little weird they call him Mando, but I mean I figure that's just one of those things where they're not looked favorably upon uh, by everyone else in that society. So no, everyone's got their really. random nicknames. You know, just like yo, people who are racist in our own society have their own Names that they think are like cute little abs ah, refer to this but name. Hey, I can't say your actual name, so I'm gonna call you Tim because I'm entitled and I can do that. I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, well, I don't know this Negro's name, so I'm gonna call him boy. Oh, you know, it's, yeah. it's that, it's that like, type of situation. That is, that, that yeah. was kind of the feel I got every time someone called him that. And I was just like, 
Okay, we're just gonna call him that. We're not sure. gonna. We're but, not but, gonna discuss identity. Okay, sure. But cool. his, but his cats, uh, like uh, his cats, people that he is friendly with, did occasionally refer to him as Mando too. Let's uh, let's also call to attention this show brings brings the triumphant return. Uh, to an actual legitimate long-running series as a regular uh, of Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, no, that's oh, the so first thing I saw. Right the that's jump. the first thing I said as I was watching it when he got to the um, the Bounty Hunters Guild. And I went, is that Carl Weathers? <laughs> Carl Weathers. Apollo Creed himself. <laughs> My man, Axel Jackson. We like now Carl playing. Weathers. The, looks yeah. good for a man almost 70. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying, he, he, look, I'm not saying he looks bad. Uh, he, he, he's up there. I'll look it up after. I'll post it here and we'll embarrass him. Um, now I'm not saying he looks bad, but I remember him on Arrested Development. That was like, what, maybe five years ago? And That's he was. You, yeah. Five yeah. Years? You mean like the reboot when they did a new season and put it on Netflix? Yeah. Like that. You mean the one yeah. when they actually put Because not in. like when it was on TV, because that was a five years ago. That, that was about, what, 15? That was about 15 years ago. Almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> um, no. Nah, nah, last I saw Carl Weathers, he was. Yo, he had some like you know solid you know yeah you know daddy got some gray but daddy also got these cuts. You know? I mean he still got also them guns, man. Yeah, he's still a big dude. Oh yeah, he's still a big dude, but also yo those last few years hit a brother. I mean he still looks better than Arnold Schwarzenegger does. Uh, uh, okay, you gonna you gonna up and shame somebody who's yes. not even in this conversation? I mean, that's ice cold shame. I mean, Come on now, what's what's good with this tolerance? Partially. Okay, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut out these racial epithets. <laughs> Well, no, like, cause they're around the same age. They did movies together. Right. Uh, what you call it? Then they even like when they did Predator, they had that fierce competition of whose arms were bigger between them and, and Jesse Ventura. And no, notice how no one calls out that that's like the main scene to show the machismo. And then when the Predator comes into play, he's just like, yeah, that's very interesting. Chops this dude's arms off. <laughs> like here's, here's what here's what I think your handshake. Cacao. Yeah. Slash. Like, he's now slashing like prices, with no yo. arms. Hmm. He's like, bam! You can call me Best Buy. All right, so um, Carl Weathers is back as the dude who actually gives the bounty hunters uh, their jobs. Their little, their yeah. tracker thing. Yeah. He's the head of the guild. And yeah. somehow Mandalorian became like he became, became dude's favorite. And we're not, we don't start off knowing exactly where he stands because it seems like, yo, he's the Mandalorian. You don't mess around with this dude, right? It's like if he gets and put then, on your trail, you dead. Yeah, but then you find yeah. out. Hold up. All the Mandalorians it's, are bounty hunters. Yeah. And this one dude is liked by Carl Weathers. Everyone else thinks he's a dick. Like, Where's this coming from? Hold on a second. Yeah, he doesn't get invited to the Mandalorian parties. He doesn't. He's very much a, yeah, on know. the outs. He's a lone wolf. He's the last one picked but for he, the, the dodgeball team. It's kind of sad. Everywhere he goes, they play do He's followed by a little rain cloud. It's, it's yeah. the thing. He's the but, lone wolf. <laughs> I mean, yes, more or less. Yeah. As well, all these lone wolf characters. Hold up, hold up. When he gets these, when he gets the jobs, though, these those discs that they had, mm -hmm. that was a cool ass effect. Oh yeah. I, no. I'm, I'm I'm loving the fact that this was a Disney show that didn't flaunt the Disney budget in your face, no. except when it needed to, and when it did need to, those scenes just felt cool. Agreed. You know, when you right. see when you saw the ships, I thought that was cool. When you saw the, uh, the, the the creatures, I thought that was cool. Yeah, those like essentially they put just as much money as was necessary to make the world look work and feel yeah. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Like because they already had like like the actors are all really good actors and most of which you've seen in many other things. Mm -hmm. So like all they had to do was make their world convincing and they did a good job of that. Yeah. All right. So now we've actually I realized we started talking about like how we like style and how we like Carl Weathers' abs. Um, but Shane. didn't see his. 
You want to tell people <laughs> what the show is actually about. All right. Well, The Mandalorian is about the bounty hunter. And what I found interesting is that they're all doing that to support their people. Like, because Mandalore had more or less their whole um, civilization structure had at one point been destroyed. And they're bounty hunting to support their people, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing. Um, so no matter what he does wrong, like, that's what makes him, like, morally gray. Because he, he does bad things for good reasons. Right. Yeah, I like that, though. It's, it's, it's like... Um, even though they're the only few left because apparently the Mandalorians have been dying out steadily and these uh, well I, I won't say like you know this small tribe because there was like a bunch of them that came out yeah. later like, no like but they're the, different sets they're just kind of scattered yeah, yeah these like satellite facets yeah. of Mandalorians are the remnants of what was once a larger Mandalorian society so they all look out for their people you know, uh, every mission um, that they, uh, every mission that they complete, the money goes back to, or at least a portion of that goes Steel. back to what, what, what do they call them? Um, the bastards. The foundlings. Oh yeah, foundlings. Yeah. Now foundlings are orphan. Now Mandalorians aren't a race of people. Mandalorians They're are a, a culture, a, a, a religion. Yeah, like they they call it a creed, and like when they're trained to become an adult, they you know take the creed, like they make a vow to uphold like the certain um principles of their community mm-hmm. and foundlings are saying on the bottom be like i am sofa <laughs> king yeah like we found, t- no i'm yeah. sorry foundlings are essentially orphans of war for the most part that um if a um why all of a sudden mandalorian finds a um child they become responsible for them and they take them in and they train them and essentially and when they're old give enough, they then life. hate the creed and then they become full-fledged. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. essentially how they've kept their culture going since the, um, well, what was called the Purge, which <laughs> they cover in, again, the animated series. They mm-hmm. cover it a little bit. Um, but the show kind of, like, leaves that a they're little bit the ambiguous. They're making that you already know. Yeah, yeah like, because clearly smart. they're going to um, explain it more later because, like, with the main character, they give, in the very beginning, they give you flashbacks to his childhood. Mm-hmm. And how he almost died, how his family died. And as the show goes on, that flashback gets clearer. So you, next time you see it, you see a fuller um, picture. Yeah, of the action that happened that day. And dude, I love the way they. It, it's not peppered with action. They didn't like, you know, throw it all no, on your face. It's, it's action when smart. necessary. We follow, exactly. Because you're following this guy on like when you first meet him he's there on a bounty grabs his bounty you know has a Yo, small bar fight and i like how he tricked him into being um what you call it frozen in carbonite like mm-hmm. he, he didn't realize that was coming but i also like that he had like a whole cargo hold full of like see people. all these people <laughs> yeah. carbonite it's like I, I love it too. They hung, they hung up like like you know like like suits in his closet. Yeah. Like okay, who am I gonna return today for the bounty? Let's uh, you know what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling a Jawa. Let's take the Jawa back. You know, I feel like yeah. a Jawa Thursday. I mean, I was probably one of the last people in like my big group of people to watch it. Um, and once I started, we then marathoned it all the way up to the most, I think to, I think it was like episode five at that point, it hadn't fully been released. And it was really sweet. I, I really kind of liked this interesting posture that we're getting from Disney because I mean, storybook Disney, you know, there's no parents around, there's no dad around, there's moms are getting murdered, evil step parents were everywhere. Yo, Disney, hate, Disney hates the family structure. It, 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 it does. And I really well, like I that. That's, that. I think that's a weird thing I mean, from I, Walt Disney himself. Uh, you, yeah, you, you tell I think it. that's. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But it always seems like absentee parents and then things get all fanciful. And like here in this sci-fi realm, we're like, hey, we're actually going to like give you a story about like fatherhood in a, in a really um, blended family type of way. A community. In, in this, you know, and it takes and it takes a village and you kind of you kind of get that village. essence as the episodes progress because, you know, it wasn't stated before, but clearly the Mando's on, um, he's doing bounties and he gets a bounty for this for this hot item. Yo, given to him by this a was a surprise to me. Item. By, yeah, by by Herzog, by right? Werner Herzog. <laughs> Out of nowhere, this dude, excuse me, Mandalorian, I have a joke for you. You're going to collect the most valuable thing, and I'm going to pay you more money than you've ever seen in life. I'm like, I mean, yo, you, 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 you don't really fit this aesthetic. Are we going? It's you, like you, how? Yo, it's, it's, and I mean, we're and, about to, we're about to lose body parts and start eating people. Is that what's going on? And this bounty has been up for a while because no one's been able to retrieve this thing. And it is the most dangerous bounty ever. I've sent so many people, and all of them have died horribly. I mean, I, I'm, I have confidence you will succeed. He's paraphrasing, but that's kind of the <laughs> and, and sure enough, man, I was like, I'll take it. Give me, yeah. give me all your deets. Well, I've got like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I don't have a lot of work. I don't have a lot for you to go off of. But this is like magical Mando here, and he happens to find it, and it's the child. Yeah, yo, that was some gangster stuff too. How you gonna, how you gonna tell him? Okay, I want you to find something for me. Cool. I need the tracking about number. It. I got um, the last four digits. It's like yeah. not even the whole tracking number, just four. He's like, yo, but aren't there like eight digits? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no I only got four. these. My man hey. gave you no directions, didn't give him no intel, information. He said it's an old thing. And he said, um, uh, 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 what do you call it? He said, a man of your uh, skills should uh, be able should to be do able. this. And granted, like, he does. I mean, yes, he, he does. does. And, uh, yeah, but, and, I he, mean, finds, and uh, he finds the child, which is, you know, uh, a, 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 a baby Yoda. Yeah, because yeah, we don't know what Yoda's species is called. For anyone who got mad that oh, a lot was of being got called mad baby Yoda, like, because we don't know what his species is called, so what you else know, are you gonna you know, call it? You know, while I've done the research in this too, like actually looking like, yo, nah, we can't just call them Yodas. There's gotta be more of them out there, right? Nah, and there was a misconception for a long time that you know, Yoda's this uh, this alien species that exists in this universe. No, it's like a it's like a super it's like a Superman Supergirl thing, where it's like Yoda's planet and this other planet of established characters exist in the same existed in the same solar system. They have a name. Yoda's people were still never named in the Star Wars universe. I'm like, come on, man. Lucas, you playing games with our emotions. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you've only seen, up until this point, two of them. Mm -hmm. Right. There's Yoda and there's Yaddle, which is was a which member is of the Jedi Council. You see her very briefly in the prequels. What I'm, what I'm suspecting is, considering uh, that this is just a baby Yoda, you know, kicking it around the solar system, ain't got no parents. Um, so, I, 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 I think Yoda was getting it wet somewhere. So, I mean, was this... Yoda so, was out there. Yoda, Yoda was out there creeping. Or is this child now, like, Yoda. a new reincarnation? Well, Child is 50 years old. I mean, they, so, we say black don't crack, but Yoda well, species Yoda don't crack. Yoda was almost well, well, 900 to, years old when he died. Also, to I be mean, fair, you saw baby Yoda. You saw Yoda. Yo, they come out crack. I mean, they come out they crack. They come out crack, folded, dehydrated. All right. thing that has been explained about Yoda's race in the Star Wars canon Why is that they like green beef will know that they are extremely force sensitive from birth. Like, they are, they are the whole, like, what you call it, species is very force sensitive. Okay, okay. so they can sense the force, but they can't sense like you know they need some jergens. So uh, get some, get some, get some. But, but, but anyway, the, smooth. Leave him alone. the the maybe, whole maybe, maybe the hairy point and of the Mandalorian is, you know, after Mando gets the claim, he then is trying. He's deciding whether or not he's going to turn it in for this 
bounty among bounties mm -hmm. and through the and process that's... of it decides to but then decides not to and then you see this burgeoning bonding between the mando yeah. and the child yo i didn't expect it to become like a, a whole uh, a whole father son uh, it was very heartwarming and very like yeah. organic which i really liked also because it was i mean touching and then a robot yeah, got it, shot in the face what you call it in it I know, right? Yo, my man had my man had just a mad on against androids. Androids, he's like, well, oh, fair, I don't want him touching me. I don't want to work with him. I don't well, want him. I mean, him, you I know why though? Same. When you watch the series, why he's so yeah. butthurt over them? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yo, right? okay, like, hold on, hold on. Let's, let, let's talk about um. There, there is uh, there is several androids all over this. Yeah, but the I one that's yeah, but the one that's most prominent, like he uh, he has like the most dialogue. And I think he's voiced by um the guy who wrote for Ragnarok. Right or directed it? TD. Taiko, oh, Taiko Watiti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It is. There were some really good voices that came out, and I was like, oh. I love, I love the the moisture farmer character. That's Nick Nolte. Yeah. Oh. I have spoken. Like, yes. oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Saying right. That no, right. going. Wait, you, oh, like you, every you time I, like, no, I'm going to be. No, I don't. Do like that. every time I end a conversation from now on, I have spoken, okay. and that's that. <laughs> um, okay, that's the most, no, that's I, the most obnoxious <laughs> thing you could possibly. But I, do. I really found that refreshing that we we actually had this really natural, organic, you know, storyline that was very family oriented. You which know, is, which is not what you expect coming out of a Star Wars mm -hmm. property, and then on top of that, a Mandalorian storyline. Like, yeah. that is not what you get. And, I mean, John Favreau, I think, oh, kicked did, this square yeah, in no. the junk. He, this was A plus. My God. It was so like, good. I know he was one of the main writers, and he's a showrunner for this. And Dude, when, so um, when we follow Mandalor uh, the Mandalorian through his story, this gives a much deeper insight. Well, okay, I won't say deeper insight. Because that sounds one a little uh, pretentious, and two, um, it's more about expanding the um, uh, the damn, world building. It's more about building the existing characters that always been kind of like you know, oh, they're out there, they're doing a the thing. We maybe we see them pop up every now and then in movies, maybe we didn't. Like Jawas, Jawas, <laughs> Yo, Jawas, Jawas, Jawas role in a couple, <laughs> yeah. In a couple episodes, we Don't see Jawas no existing everything it's Jawas. like the, it was like the ghetto olympics they just come and like, strip your they're vultures in, like, they're literally like mechanic seconds. vultures yeah. they just take... also and they a-holes they Cause, are because they, they go, they like go, when you tried to speak jawa to them and they were like where'd you learn jawa you sound like a wookie <laughs> yo I'm like oh like that was um one thing we haven't seen which i thought we saw for a little bit remember those pig dudes those pig soldiers and like uh New Hope forever ago. They had like one scene in the cantina and I thought, oh, those oh, guys are going to come back. They're going to be, you know, I'm sure. I've never seen them again. There's a bunch of creatures that look like them and uh, I thought they were that they're having a research. I'm like, look at Mandalorian going. They're they going deep for this. Oh, no. What I loved is I saw the creature from ja from um, Jabba's palace. Which the one? little annoying... Oh, Salacious Crumb? Yeah. yeah. Being stirred on a spit. And there was another one in a cage watching it like, oh shoot, that's yeah, gonna be midnight. Yeah, yo, that's, that's, that's messed up. I think that was in the trailer too. It's like this one scene where he's just like, oh, come on, man, that was Frank. <laughs> and I was like, ha! We had no stories, yo. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been fishing with your lunch. But no, I, I, I had such a great feeling coming yeah. out of this. I will say one thing about this show, and I feel like between, like, you know, Favreau's writing and Disney doing the show in general like I feel like they've finally done something that they've only sort have done 
the Star Wars franchise. Exactly. It just gives something satisfying to both new and old fans. Agreed. Mm, okay, um, I, I can get behind that. Can, Elaborate, please. Like, because this... Okay, this is a weird full circle thing for me, but you know what this reminds me of? Firefly. Because Firefly was slightly based off Star Wars. That that group of a ragtag team traversing space, being the underdogs. And this to me gives me that same feel. Oh yeah, so those it's like vibes a very are so full real. circle. I can see that. You got you got <laughs> yeah. you got man you got the Mandalorian. I see I'm fighting to call I'm fighting not to call a Mando now. Because you know, you're it, like, it, it feels, might be kind of racist. It, yeah, it might be. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not trying to, to hate on the cat. I'm talking, I like him. Um, but you have the Mandalorian. You have Gina Carano as, uh, as uh, I think it was Kane. Um, um, you have uh, uh, the android as... Uh, <laughs> you have the android as, as the nanny. Yep. There's this assassin android who becomes part of the comic relief. And there was comedy in this. It was, like, yeah. Was like, and, well, and I like they, what he did to those stormtroopers that kidnapped the baby. Yo. <gasps> oh, yes. oh, by oh. the way, one of those was Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and someone updated the wiki to be like, yeah, he was the one that did that thing to the baby Yoda. If you weren't aware. Man. Oh, Yo, man, when that happened in that episode, I got legit mad. I'm like, please tell me that, like, you're going to you get real murdered. Immediately something you're bad happens straight to get straight up murked. Yo, the stormtroopers in this are uncouth, all right? They have, they have no respect. They have uh, uh, no scruples, and 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 they. Um, I mean, they butter because they we, lost we actually, the war. <laughs> well, yeah, but we actually get to see them like talk amongst themselves, express some real feelings, and then you see, oh yeah, no, we're reminded that they're the bad guys when they do some really heinous stuff. Like, when they metaphorically in, in a, in a kick the dog. Like, Yo, why would this? Why would you do that? Man. Right. Well, it did bite. But but Nick Nolte though. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, that, that. But I'm like, yo. But when's the last time you actually cared about stormtroopers? The only time I've ever I've ever had like a conversation where I was interested to talk about and stormtroopers was in um, Force Awakens when that one dude on the battlefield yelled out traitor and like pulled out that ill ass uh, anti lightsaber bow staff and then took like a karate stance and like, yo, what 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 Star Wars is this? You know. And then and then this is the, the and the only time since then is this. It's this dude. On speeder bikes, cause speeder bikes are dope now. Apparently, yeah, apparently. I like speeder bikes. I never like, did before. They're cool. I'm really curious. Thing, so, um, since this show has been greenlit for season two, and they're actually in the middle of filming season two right now, um, would really like to see what would happen if um, what you call it, the Mandalorian came across like a clone trooper, like. Because some of them have survived and are still kicking around in the universe, as it were. Mm -hmm. You just want to see if he takes off the helmet and looks like him? Well, no, it wouldn't look like him because they look like a specific Mandalorian. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but it'd be interesting to see because even though he isn't, like, Mandalorian by, like, you know, like, great, Yeah, but by birth but he what you call what would he see well what would it be like to come across someone because that is also like a weird like identity cr um, well, crisis yeah. that those troops clone troopers had like post-war like, because the, Empire the clone troopers were made off of a uh, captured Django Fett uh, one of the older um, oh, one of the geez. aforementioned uh, Mandalorians we talked about before Boba's father which is no, yeah. we, 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 we don't talk about that whole... That and I mean, whole, yeah. and one of the great nuances about the Mandalorian, but it's still if it's canon. not something that you guys have caught, like, the Stormtroopers, like, there's so many different variations of the Stormtrooper uh, yeah, they got costume. the black ones, they got the white yeah. ones, they got no, the red ones. not even well, that, but I mean, just... Ranks. But, ranks, but also, Favreau and that team were really good about, hey, 
you know, like in terms of budget, like we, we ain't got the budget budget to do this the right, like to do this the traditional way. So they actually reached out to a, to a big bit of the cosplay community who had stormtrooper outfits to have them be extras in this. So they brought their own personals. Which also means they wouldn't have asked for much pay. No, because because here you are living their dreams. What'd you do with your life? I was in a Star Wars. So like what a way to like bring the fandom into the art and make make that connection. Like it was very like this was like a love letter to Star Wars. Yeah, no, this well was... written with only maybe one or two typos, and but was... still like good job. <laughs> and, but and, but there were like decent callbacks, like yeah. the kind of things you want to see. And next season is setting up to further like answer things that Star Wars fans actually care about. Whereas like some of the other, like like yeah, the like solo... those big dudes. I know. Like, yeah, where the they at? Let's see them. Get them on. Get them on screen. I'm I'm, I'm waiting. Sat because like when Solo came out last year, like it. Questions that nobody really wanted the answers to, like those yeah, were like, like where did Han Solo come that from? No right. one really cared like, about. <laughs> if they told us that, be, that would be okay. But oh, but we didn't need a, a whole about movie that? about that, right? Exactly. Yo, but I don't know. For years, I've been wanting to know like, how Han Solo got his name. From? Like, who are his people? Who is this whole race of? How horses? do they get jetpacks? Yeah, like. What you call it? What's the deal with the Mandalorians and they're never taking off their helmets? And why why do they have jetpacks? Because they seem to be the only ones who do. <laughs> yeah, that's like true. So, and considering they're such a badass like group in general, like they're like the Spartans of space. So yeah, I would love to know more about them. And so if this is gonna facilitate those kind of answers. I am all for it. On board. Yeah, I'm, I'm right and it's doing you. it in a really good way. And it's doing it in a way that's like, that you can really connect to, you can really connect to the characters, really empathize with them. Like, it's and Baby Yoda's so cute. Yeah, Baby Yoda was right there to sell those plush figures. And then you had oh, Gina man. Carano Boy, there. Yo, Gina <laughs> Carano was badass. G Carlo. No. Esposito, who's also in this, All right, well, like as with the main bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and he was also like. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh, I was. You, you so... got, you got, you got Why Gustav has he never been there? a Disney villain before? Yeah, and, I don't and, understand. And I know because, that... because okay, think back to his catalog, uh, and like most of the roles he's played. He's played All a right. lot of villains in his career. Yeah, but like a but, but, but a and, Disney and we, villain, we talking though, like, drug, like we talking about drug dealers, kingpins, and you gonna tell me that's gonna that's gonna come up in. Um, freaking, I don't know, give me a, 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 a I'm sorry, uh, if he was to go to a, re- if he was gonna go, like, on a job, and be like, I've been this type of, vi-. it's like, have you ever been a Disney villain? Yes. Well, well no, but, like, now, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> like. I have no idea what you're getting at. Just, I thought it was, he was poignant. Like, I was like, ooh, I'm like, I kind of like this, this air. Like, it's not too menacing, but you know he could mess you up. And yeah. Then yeah like, somehow, like, his demeanor still, it, it did translate well. Yeah, very To much. the, to, like, the, the Empire, you know, pompous, yeah. like, no, he you know, pulled, air he of superiority about like, them. Like, I'm like, yo, this is Gustav. Like, can you trust me? Like, yeah, uh, also, not no. really, but it behooves me to do this thing. So, like, I'm gonna, like, give you some time I to love, think about it. I love that he also facilitated everybody's backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to know, what I'd, I'd like to know what kind of lexicon he's checking. Where, 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 what Wikipedia pages he's going to that exist in a, in a, a right, galaxy gets- far, far away that he has all this, like, intimate details. Right. Uh, because none of them know who they are. He knows who they yeah, are. Yeah, he's clearly yeah. the third eye raven of the Mandalorian. Like he can, he just like, access to like knowledge. Clearly, like well, clearly he's gonna be the big bad in the next season. Oh, and like, season they, two, they I'm jazzed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Also, because I know 
him as an actor won't sign up for a role that he will only be in a couple episodes like he doesn't do that like he's real real clear about that that's essentially what happened in breaking bad that's why he played gustav when he did so that they would continue so he'd be a fan favorite and they would have to bring him back (laughs) they're gonna love me and you're gonna have to pay yep because he's like i'm not doing the one episode thing nope no, I'm, I'm excited to see more of Giancarlo Esposito. I'm excited to see more of Gina Carano. I'm excited yeah. to see more. I'm excited to see more of everyone. Call Weathers with his like, yo, this dude. He plays a very good, morally ambiguous character. A lot yeah. of the characters and in this are very morally gray. Yeah, like, it's, it's straight them, pirate I mean, country. It's, it's, it's pirates in space. Text, all that day. gives them more dimension. It does. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm um, jazzed. Yo. And a lot of them like as you find out about their backstories you get you go oh so this is why you do the things you do i love when you get the why it makes it makes They're the experience so much more enjoyable when you you understand you're like oh i get it i get why your brain did that you wrong though but i get it oh why the, oh, the oh, why. I, I, the was why. I was what you meant by why you get the why, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, is, look, is this, the, is it, is it a euphemism for something? No, no it's very much like the, with the whole villain. Like, why does this villain think they're taking over the world? Oh, this is his why. Yeah. He thinks this is gonna work. And the, and the usual key thing in, sto- in a story is when you get someone's why, is it satisfying? Right. Like, is it a good reason? Yeah. Yes, it's always satisfying to get the why. Yeah. So, Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, is a definite thumbs up for me. Two for me. Uh-huh. I enjoyed oh, that. Hell so good. Show. It's on Disney Plus right now, so we're all thumbs up. Is that, is yeah, that, is that what I'm getting? Up, I, I am I am shocked. The Star Wars because TV we've shows said so are many good. bad things about them. No, seriously, dude, the I didn't movies? I didn't spot any negatives. I'm so excited for season two. I hope you are too. It's yeah. on Disney Plus right now. If you haven't checked it out, it's definitely worth the watch. But now. I want to kick it over to Shayna. Again? Nah. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, no, no. It, it's not a punishment. Damn. You're you just sure? like, fine. Well, God. I'm just going to the next Eat topic. Like, I didn't do it, so I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk about it. But now let's talk about Scratcher. Scratcher is an indie book um, that's kind of a different take on horror because it's not entirely horror it's more uh told it's more as a uh, as a flashback a relationship that gets you up to speed on the current situation which is just rife with action but the catalyst for that action that's where the horror comes in because there's possession yeah tattoo i still don't really feel Ooh. like i understood what the um the impetus of the what happened like why did this happen you know what as best as i can figure we're supposed to piece together that um because she was wasting her talents she was more susceptible to like evil influence so so she was possessed and somehow she passed it on through tattooing people yes but she wasn't possessed like it was controlling her she was possessed like it inhabited her as a means to like like it used her as a conduit to get to other people hey guys this sounds like a plot well, that, well, that's, that's the thing, though. It's, it's just like it's it's a hard plot to actually um, to, to 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 break down and to ex- express in the words because the story j- drops you in the middle. Oh, okay. Which yeah. sometimes can be it can be a cool mechanic. Like, yo, I'm just I'm uh, I'm, I'm falling out of a plane. How did I get here? I grab all these know? nuggets while they're given to me now. In yeah. Real, yeah, yeah, and it gives yeah. you from that middle point to the end. Okay, without the beginning. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. just like and and you have to figure out the be- you have to piece together the beginning for yourself. Okay, which would be an interesting mechanic if they gave you enough. And I don't, I don't think, think they gave. I don't think they gave you enough. Okay. Like, I. It's like you understand. But I feel like I'm missing some information. Mm. Like I. And when I say understand, 
tentatively so. I needed to commiserate with someone else to be like, okay, this is what I'm seeing, right? You needed to co-read it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, who'd you read this with? Where'd you go? No, actually, I got my confirmation from you just now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, it's an interesting story. We're following a young tattoo artist uh, who's basically being chased by her own personal demons. By personal demons, we mean people uh, who are inhabited by demons yep. from her personal life. You know, folks she was friends with, her sister, uh, people that pretty much had, I won't say had nothing going for them, but were in a bad state yeah. of life. And some of them found their way out, and some of them didn't. But all of them became susceptible to this monster that's using this one tattoo artist as, like, the means to get into these people. I'm just like, okay, that's... So that, she's that's kind of, like, that's the like, curse on these people, and that manifests in this demon that it kill is killing them? Um, it, it's, it's, not, it's not killing it them. <laughs> kind of. Did, did you ever see the movie The Hidden? It's this really no, random movie No, but I did watch It Follows, 19... which made me go, oh, yeah, maybe I should not... All right, maybe that's a better example then. We'll... It's like no casual sex ever. No, right? nope. <laughs> no, no, no more, no more hookups. And <laughs> essentially, yeah, like, and it, it, to me, that's what it seemed like. Like that's how she was. She in her tattoo clients were the ones who become inhabited by this demonic spirit thing. Mm. Yeah, thingy. And... through the ink that she was put like branding on them and i started oh, so she's kind of making them targets is she and she's not aware well, that this is happening no well, she, she is, not, she not is until, later, okay who was like was that her sister her no, girlfriend or who like i was I, never I, clear gonna, who that woman was supposed to be i'm just gonna say it's her sister because if it was her girlfriend which it still could have been they look i, mean, I feel like they looked like 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 they were enough, different but, ethnicities that's why it was but like, here, here, no, here's what, well, you've never seen an interracial I mean, family what kind of intolerant stuff is that I'm shame, just saying, shame yeah. on you yo the views and opinions of this give, person right here do not reflect any context so no what i'm what i'm thinking is um I thought it would. I, I thought at first it was a girlfriend, but I, they went back and forth. And best I can figure, if it's not her sister, it's like her, you know, really close, uh, almost adopted sister. Like the friendship was that tight, because uh, they never have any kind of like physical intimate contact. Yeah, but but really everything else would imply that they have a very close relationship. Yeah, like, you know? this is why I was confused, because because they clearly live together, mm -hmm. adopted a dog together. Mm -hmm. Um, but so they never like touched, they never like, hold hands, they never kiss, they never do any of that in the flashbacks. I mean, you don't have to be intimate to be intimate. Alright, well, you take, you, you can <laughs> take what you want like, from That's why I was like, I wasn't sure what the a, relationship was supposed to be. You can right, take what you want from it, but they have a very close relationship. Okay. That's the most poignant like that's uh, there because okay. Because when she's the one, the first one we see that's infected, it's like deeply affecting. Uh, and like crushing. To when folks try to stop this mass murdering psycho, she's like, "You keep her hands off of her," and I'm like, "Whoa, you she 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 just like cut nine throats on the way here." I mean, you do know, those nine it? throats deserve it? No, they were uh, at a bus stop. Okay, never. I didn't read it. I didn't know. Yeah, no, she's been just making like when they all like all right, killers right. on death row just no, happen to be standing no. outside of their bus. No, like whenever someone's um, possessed. possessed, what you call it? They just go on a killing spree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like they just kill anybody, and sometimes they eat animals. Like, I mean, that, that happens. Right. Like, like just like random animals, like yeah, a pigeon like, and like, a no, cat. I, I picked a cat up off the street and just went. Oh, okay. Kind of. Because I mean, I eat chicken and cow. Like no, not fish. not like properly butchered and prepared oh, animals. Just like mm, that's the real to go meal. Yeah. <laughs> 
so it touches on a few different aspects of life. It touches on um, the religious one. And I thought I thought that was going to be like a bigger aspect because one of the people possessed, uh, one of her friends that get, get gets possessed it's, it's is a, a priest. Yeah. And I thought that was going to allude to this book is going to have a lot of like heavy religious overtones, and it ends up not going that route. But that's a, but here's the thing though. I did I'm I'm still I read the damn book. Don't really know what it was trying to put across. I mean, the story itself was okay. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't know if it was trying to communicate a message. I didn't know if it was just trying to give us a cool-ass action story, in which case it kind of failed because the action is like, there's a panel here. Oh, that happened. Okay, cool. What's going What's happening next? And now there's a, there's a chase. All right, cool. It's a chase book. Nah, it's Do not, you think there's any potential for, like, if they attempted to rework this, that maybe there there could be more to it and mm. it could be become more enjoyable if they flesh that out a little bit like, more? It's not so it's much really not do, enjoyable you know. either. It's just, I feel like you get to the end and you're just kind of left with a lot of questions. Yeah. It was, um, it was just like, it was a, it was a middling, like, like middle of the I road book. I feel like, overall, what the real aspect of it is that the demon was essentially depression and she was infecting people around her with her depression and her defeating it is her finding inner peace. I would have liked that. That would have been kind of cool. Oh, that's like real hashtag deep. Yeah, like I <laughs> yeah, think that's what we were going, I think that's what it was saying um, because the last panel where you see her all of a sudden, because part of what happens is that she's an artist who what you call it, let people tell her her art wasn't good enough and so she settled for being a tattooist and um, tattooist the, art. Yeah, and like during the first attack of uh, the possessed person that, you know, was her friend, um, what you call it, her hand is destroyed. And she's told she may never be able to use it again. So when the very last panels you see her is, is her painting again. So it's like, oh, that is her okay. finding peace. Like, mm-hmm. everything that happens in the middle, I think that's what it is. It's supposed to be kind of a physical representation of her for depression yeah her getting through her <laughs> demons and finding her peace and her inspiration again. okay like i think that's what but it feel oh, like that there sounds should be, really nice i feel like there should maybe be one more chapter in there somewhere like an to, epilogue maybe yeah or a little just bit more? to wrap it up a little bit better like it's the, it's there but it takes a lot of actually you really gotta down reach and, into your yeah, brain you gotta, to you pick gotta that really out. think about this hard got it and maybe that's why it leaves you with questions so you'll continuously think about it but man, that's some cerebral. That's a lot of cerebral mind, um, manpower. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would say, like, I was trying to be all slick here on the side and stuff, which, you know, <laughs> but because there's, there's a perfect comparison that I, I was trying to make because, um, if I don't know if you guys ever played the Nier Automata or, or the, any of the Nier games, uh, my husband played Nier Automata ridiculously, got all 26 of those brutal endings. Okay, that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's heinous, yeah, he did um, that. But the same people that made that one of the earlier games was a game, it was a hack and slash. Uh, where your character, where it's it's your, the overall um, uh, 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 aesthetic of the game is the hack and slash. It's very stylized, but your character, the, the ultimate enemy, is your character's depression. Oh. And the way the game and the game can end two ways. Uh, there's like the really good ending, which is not very good and damn near impossible to get, and there's the less good ending, which is still not very good. And those endings pan out to two things. One, your character uh, succumbs to their depression and, like, the world ends. Or two, your character um, fights their depression hard and they end, the world goes on. 
and then near happens, so it's like it's still not that happy. Right. But the whole thing is like, uh, oh, excuse me, I think I got that backwards actually. The goal of the character is to die, like, um, uh, like living with the depression, is the ultra happy ending. Okay. But either way, like this character's depression is, is what determines the fate of the, the world. world. And in this book, if the character's depression is what determines whether or not her friends live or die, that would have been a really interesting uh, uh, take to, 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 to go on. But also, still, like, a really hard thing to pull off. And I don't think this book pulled it off. Yeah, I, it, I mean, I think that's a, it's a really I'm gonna tough... I'm going to look up the name of I that I think game. it's a yeah. real tough topic to kind of put in this medium. Well, we're also, it, we're also just speculating. It's yeah, never, it's no, never made I'm, clear. I'm not, like, 100%. This is just what I got from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be a main state, uh, mind state that people have that are clinically depressed, where they yeah. feel their depression infects other people and drives them away and manifests or... Yeah. In that type of stuff, right? What it came down to is, at the end of reading this book, I, I didn't even have questions. I was just like, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say, because it was like I like the artwork and I thought the story was going to some really interesting places. The thing is, it feels incomplete, and no, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy reading it by the end. And I'm, I'm sorry to give it a thumbs down, but I have to, like, you know, because it's like it's not just an indie book. It's an indie book that had uh, really a different and I thought uh, for a while clever idea that it just didn't deliver on. No, I kind of agree with you. Like, I'm going to give it a thumbs up with the caveat that, like, man, it really does need another, like, chapter or something. There needs, there's something missing here. Man, that's the second thing this week where I, that I consumed that I was like, man, needs something else. We'll get to that in a second. Needs improvement. Like, yeah, like, like you've, you've got a good concept. Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. You need to season this a little bit more. Yeah, a little more salt. Just a little give more salt some, in that Give me some more steak and potatoes. I, I can get on there. I didn't, I didn't digest it, so I can't really, I can't really put a, a label on it. I'm right. curious enough, though. I might, on my own personal time, see if I come to the same type of conclusions that you guys did. Mm-hmm. Nice to hear your thoughts. But now let's talk about Six Underground. This is the new uh, Michael Bay picture. Uh, yes, he didn't know it was Michael Bay going in. But I, it but it, your curve, didn't it? But <laughs> but it answered some questions after the fact. When I realized that he directed it. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. I I I got Michael Bay all over this, um, and if I if I didn't, like, it's one of those things where you this this, feel, this first few minutes feels like a Michael Bay movie, but this possible nah, could it? That's not mm. even what I said. And starring Ryan Reynolds, and. I mean, everyone else in this was kind of just randos that popped out of nowhere. I'm like, well, Yo, except, but for, except for the well, except for the less objectionable Franco. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dave Franco pops in this for <laughs> for a uh, hot for minute. A, a glorified cameo. My man <laughs> oh, was in, and I'm like, yo, you know what? I, 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 I like this dude. He's like, he's like the control to all these like really into this stuff people. Where he's the only one that's like, yo, y'all, uh, y'all realize how weird this is? Am I the only one that realizes how messed up this is? Why are they doing this? Why are we doing this? I don't want to be here. And then he's not here. Right. So yep. it's like, yo, and he said you don't want to be here. I don't like yeah. when they when they give you bigger billet names. And like they're only in the movie for like a hot minute. I think it happened in Stuber with a. Uh, oh jeez. Uh, uh, with the Karen Karen Gillan. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, she's in this movie. Oh wait, no, she, she's was not. she really though? Yeah. My favorite example is uh, Quentin Tarantino and Desperado. Desperado, not a bad movie. Desperado, not a movie devoid of superstars. But Quentin Tarantino's name was right like, there, there the first in the front of the credits, and, dead, and then like, he and then he he came in, made a made a made a semi-offensive comment, and then just got shot in the head. 
And I'm just like, damn, oh, all right, yeah. that's way to like, waste. It's such a movie. Good 17 seconds into into, into it. Yeah. But um, uh, this is a movie starring Ryan Reynolds, as we mentioned, about a team of they're not assassins. They're just more of like a mercenaries. They're they're jack of all. They're kind the of, best yeah. of their best. Kind for, in this, yeah, of their for of ultimate their benevolence. Yeah, they're um, the ultimate benevolent, best of the best. Um, it's not quite Magnificent Seven. They're not saving a specific people and sacrificing themselves. They're folks who have gotten uh, frustrated with um, their particular endeavors, the organization that they joined around the world to do good, not which, doing good. Yeah, not doing enough politics getting in the um, the way of you know doing the most good for those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. They're like um, they're essentially uh, a self-imposed A team that has ultimate funding. It kind of like, gave me A-Team, yeah. Charlie's Angels, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, the, the, the difference there is... Oh, actually, no, split the difference. Because, there one, there was both men and women. There were. And two, uh, figure if the A-Team had Charlie's Angels funding. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, because it's a team of, of people who joined, like, the CIA, uh, the uh, Spetsnaz, the... Uh, um, uh, I don't know what the Latin dude's part of. But the, uh, the world... The, but the WHO. You know, it's just like all of these organizations and got... And, at some point in life got frustrated with them not doing enough or letting them down like there was a, a soul they had an like expectation heavy... of this and then that didn't happen so like the objective wasn't met to their standard yeah. yes and of course then there was then there was four who was just like in it because well I ain't got nothing to do for and I got skills so you know yeah he does I mean he's a thief and he's a wait hold on hold on he's a thief and a parkour and expert he's a thief a parkour Ooh. expert we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second but he's also uh, he's um he's the Mary Sue for this movie like all about they need they yo they need someone to be in a bad situation they need to like dredge up some emotion arbitrarily when they're like you know what this I movie's been this. it's been all explosions for about ten minutes we need we need some we need some feeling here don't we okay start the music put Billy in a bad situation and they did that like six times I'm like the first time it's like oh man I'm worried about even him. his the flashback. second time it's like yeah <laughs> just, come on man oh man just can't win. You can't win. This poor, this poor. Right. So this is what I mean about. I watched something this week and I was left thinking to myself, man, there seems like something's missing here. And I want when I watched this movie, I went, action's decent. I was like, dialogue's okay. I was like, this mostly brought like a lot of it is brought over by like the fact that Ryan Reynolds is just kind of funny. Um, yeah, it, but it, it, I was like, it, there's something his missing. Dialogue was very poignant in this. And I was like, oh substance there's no tension <laughs> where there should be tension and i was like why doesn't it have tension and then i saw michael bay directed and i went oh <laughs> okay so he said so 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 you don't feel like he he established the stakes and the need Not very well. <laughs> okay so then you try, you like try to tell me happens. when it started with a uh when it started with a uh, a car chase that was so flashy you would make it would embarrass everyone in the fast and furious franchise also when you have a single um, not even a, a single sports car for no reason, n bright neon, neon green, green yeah. ultra flashy. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, because that's the that, that's that blends help you into get stuff. Away. But that one out, outruns every military vehicle, yeah, every other sports car, every souped up guy, every souped The driver car. is the best of the best. He could oh get away God, on a, bro a tricycle with only two working wheels. Uh, you know, we can, we can talk, we can talk all the mess about how stupid it was. <laughs> that, that that scene was that scene was kind of pretty was, was still pretty cool though. Yeah, no, like, it was. I mean, I, I've, I've never seen like drifting cool. used to such. Precision when my man's like, hold on a second, drift, and he's going. 
just... still drifting, and the drift keeps going for like it's not just like a quick drift. Oh, I went no, around the no, no, corner. He some... drifts through a whole plaza. He, he... drifts through a plaza. He's like knocking things out of people's hands strategically with the car, still going, just missing babies, missing people. Well, because he still ran going. over a bunch of people earlier. Guys, he's well, the I best mean, of the yeah. best. Yo, it was okay, and I, I love how I love how the drift was like. Uh, okay, sorry, the drift takes him around the corner. I'm not gonna spoil spoil the thing. I'm just gonna say that they're driving through Italy, so the drift takes them through a plaza, down a narrow corridor, down a narrow alleyway, into a historical building to stop, make a Michael Bay esque comment about a famous piece of uh, historic of, of like Ooh, of, of art. historical art, and then go about its way. I'm like, yo, was this necessary? Was That's a ass. very cartoony thing to do. I mean, it is, yeah, and, but like, you know what? It was everything it was... makes sense when I realized who the director was. I was like, oh, yeah. because he has a tendency, and this is what I realized: Michael Bay knows mm-hmm. how to make a shot look good, but not what makes that shot poignant. Mm-hmm. And to me, it always seemed like he built his movies around the action pieces. He was like, okay, I want this action piece to happen, and now I have to think of the circumstances oh, that will how facilitate. Do get, how do I get from this said, action piece to my next one? Exactly. And you, and you know what? That that that. that actually worked in bad boys when it was new and you had a very specific setup there you had will smith and you had martin lawrence like these two bad boys for life yeah Yeah. you you have to you have to really emphasize how bombastic stuff can get because will smith if he's not doing something for the soundtrack you know we got to represent him some other way Right. You know, and that was, but that was, uh, that was he twenty sings, plus he years sing ago. No more, right? Will Smith, uh, yeah. his last album was in twenty. Wait, he don't sing. It was the Switch uh, song. Oh, for yeah. it was for it was for Hitch. I, I have that. I have I that. I love album, that though. movie. I like that song though. Yeah, I don't lie. Like yeah, yeah, you know, he had better song than that album, but that was it was actually a good album. But that was in two thousand seven. Yeah. You know, and he, oh, he's man. not it's first person anymore. So it's been like twelve years. Well, he's like years old. He's like I'm done. He's not in this movie, by the way. Will Smith is not in this movie. Um, but it's starring Ryan Reynolds as one and this whole crew is made up of I mean he's the he's the originator and then he goes out and he recruits the other five yes the billionaire who all in all seven if you count David Franco (laughs) he's the billionaire who created like every piece every uh, piece of technology that makes the technology used today, yeah. which was kind of that was kind of cool because I was like I've never looked into who made you know uh, those parts, yeah. you know who made the circuit board that powers every uh, 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 iPhone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who made um, the aglets on every Nike shoe? You know who made uh, the magnet in every uh, uh, um, friggin' uh, Rolex watch? Yeah. You know it's just right. like, it's just like so it, it was it was a the, clever uh, way uh, to uh, introduce that character. Essentially, so he has as, the patent for like a very commonplace object that, that makes him so bank. much right? because yeah. it's so commonplace in technology mm-hmm. it makes him mad, like, mad he's like, money. So yeah money. but but like got the fat when he was like, like he's 10 literally uh, a billionaire yeah but and, and, he, and he funds these, these endeavors and the thing is conceptually this should have been a very cool movie and then the play out this should have been a very cool movie and everything i, I said about this is my same um, beefs. Like, first of all, let me just emphasize, I did not have a bad time watching this. Yeah, it's not no, but, bad. bad. But uh, everything that I, every every like downside to it are the same things I saw watching, uh, I got with um, Star Wars, uh, the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. It's like everything about this on paper, it. It, it, should, it, it should be the be coolest thing you've ever seen, yeah. And it's not. But it's, it's like, imagine if a whole movie was the last, uh, the last, uh, that was that last fight scene in, mm-hmm. in, in Avengers Endgame. You okay. Know? Yeah, just yep. like non-stop action, explosions. You stop for a breath just to have a quick, you know, minute, of, uh, two minutes of exposition to get you to the, the to that okay. fight. It's like, it's like, it's like, whoa, we gave you all this. Okay, pause, breathe, get your asthma pump. 
okay, back into it. You know, it's like it's, bring the it, women, and it's like conceptually <laughs> it should be great, but then the people behind it miss the core um, like Got concept it. of why that the Avengers fight scene was so great. Why because, this is so magnanimous? Because why we cared this about so the epic. characters. Um, we established the story. Yeah. Relations were built. Actual like you know story was delineated where we get why they're into this. By the we, we start this. Um, not really understanding who they are, and they just kind of sprinkle in everyone's backstory as you go. Oh, I, I still don't remember one of their backstories. The Which other, one? the other woman. Well, the doctor. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember her. Backstory. She doesn't have one. Okay, so she I didn't have miss one. it. I didn't she miss was, it. Yeah, okay. she was. I was racking my gosh, brain. She's just the medic. She was this. Oh, she was God. this. No, she was a doctor, like doctor, well, surgeon, everybody had everything. A flashback. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, but did her, I miss her? Her flashback was just a, was just an easy way to get her into a sex scene with uh with, with Ryan Reynolds there. But her, like, well, her 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 uh, origin story is she's a doctor who was just a little too close to that to that dictator. That's why. You know, just in proximity, it's just like, well, she she made a comment that implies that she's very disenchanted with, with what he does. Yeah, with the way dicta with this dictator's um view of how he uh, provides for his people, and she's like, well, there's got to be a better way. You know, it's like, and he's like, no. Yeah, so she quits. So she quits the adult. She quits. I quit. She quits the <laughs> WHO. Quits her life and joins up with this crew, and that's all we get. But I mean, to be fair. No one besides uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Dr. Dre. I, I keep forgetting the brother's name. I'll put it up on screen too. The one who plays Seven. Yeah, he was. He was. His, his name and the thing was Blaine. Blaine. That, I yeah. remember that part. Yes, but he I, he'll always be Dr. Dre to me because he was Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. This is true. That is the same person. Yeah. Um. But besides him and Ryan Reynolds, everyone else's backstory is just kind of glossed over to the point where you they they okay they present to you a very poignant scene towards the end where it's supposed to be like really emotional, really deep, except for the fact that you have no friggin' idea what's going on and you can you can you can you can yeah, allude you can guess you're not to why this is such a why people are crying over this like scene with a child. But beyond that, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I, was, not I had to watch it more than once. I went back and watched it a second time. I'm mm. like, what? And then I realized what that scene is. Well, I thought it's I... a flashback. Oh, that was a flashback. It is a flashback. Oh, That's I Ryan thought that Reynolds' was... character's flashback. Okay, I thought that was. I thought. I, here's what I thought. I thought that was. Okay, now everything's over, and I'm gonna go back to revisit everything I left behind. And it was one of those kind of. Uh, it was one of those like. Um, um, Ocean's uh, Ocean's Eleven scenes where it's like, okay, now we're at the fountain. I'm gonna go my and now way. Now we're we're all gonna. You know, I yeah. thought that's yeah, what it no, was. They all, well, no, Just they state. don't because they don't stay. Well, well, they have like they have like they have like. Wait, and how about one of those relationships? Not at all set up. At least one of them, I saw that relationship happen. Three and two. Oh, uh, that okay. It was, at least you it was, saw this happen before five. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, it was dig this. It was set up, but it was set up in the most Michael Bay possible, Mike, Michael okay, Bay way possible. Wait, are we talking They're about having, the right crew? Right, yes, yeah, the, 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 the blonde CIA lady. Okay, yeah, and the and the, the, the Latin. Two. Yes, yeah, and at least it was that kind of made sense. It was set up in a conversation they had while having hate sex. Yes. It's the most Michael Bay way to present exposition. Well, no, possible. no, because the the action <laughs> turned them on. All the killing Man. turned them on. Hey, but what about the other two? They don't show. When did you, they you, show? You, you, that? Talking about, you talking about four and and yeah. mysterious lady? She wasn't in the movie. She was not in the movie until 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 that last scene. Until it mattered. She was not there. Well, no, but, yo, someone implied like, that that was five, and I was like. Nah, 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 nah. Five, five, Maybe they no, shared five. a bagel. They had a meat like, cute I'm off so scene. Yeah, it was, it was dumb. 
but you know what that's it, I, I i enjoyed watching this but it's just like you have you, you, you gotta pick a lane if you're gonna make if you gonna make action movies yo give them some substance so we can appreciate the action yeah if you're gonna make gonna... schlock movies yo just go balls to the wall and get like, silly with if it, it was, or if it was supposed to be an action comedy like the tone wasn't there for that either. yeah nah, it's no, like, ryan reynolds is dropping like he's dropping like these comic jewels and but besides, that's because that's what he do, though. That's yeah, what he does. And the then the rest is like a, a serious-ass movie. doesn't facilitate it. So I don't know if I'm supposed to take him seriously or not. I'm like, wait, is he giving actual information or is he just being sarcastic? I oh, wait, he's doing both. The difference. <laughs> Yo, I will say, though, I will say, though, because um, I, 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 I had a laugh-out-loud moment when, and they don't set it up at all. They just kind of like, it's just, it's just happening now. It's like um oh, 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 okay I guess I'm just along for the ride for this, yeah, this is but yeah see that yawn that, yeah, that's the right that, reaction. Yeah. But no, it's just like um no they're preparing for um like the second to last big escape scene, mm-hmm. uh, where they liberate the package. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the and the scene where the dude accidentally like uh 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 hit himself with with uh, nitrous oxide with laughing gas. Oh my god. And it's just like it's just like this quick scene where where they're just like oh uh, oh did did you do this? Oh my god, that's so unprofessional! And he's just like, "Yeah, I know, but it's great, right?" And I'm just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching. And he's I'm, just laughing his behind off yeah, during the whole. And I'm just like, "Oh, assault. this is stupid as hell! What it the hell are you dumb. doing?" And then he pulls out that smile sticker, slaps it on his face, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Yo, they got me! They got me! It's just too stupid! He got this big ass grin on his face." Like the whole because they're wearing masks, dumb. right? Right. They're wearing like these serious like gas masks, look, you know. I love how and then he put the smile. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's not as terrible as it, it, we may be making it seem. Yeah, no, it's not a it's, terrible movie. It's, it's just, just, it just does not deserve to be taken as seriously as it takes itself. It, yeah, and and it's just that Ryan Reynolds has been in so many action movies lately that are so much better than this, or at Very least true. a better grasp of their own tone. And I, I feel like I have this Yo, issue Hobbs with Michael Bay. Yo, Shaw was was more, yeah, like, like, was, was more prestigious. Yeah, like, and and a lot of this I can put right at the seat of Michael Bay because this is him once again not being in charge of the tone of his product. Mm. This is him once again facilitating action scenes with out good character development like you could do both you could have an action scene that also facilitates character development oh uh, yeah umbrella company that. uh umbrella academy did it oh yeah exactly okay. so it's gonna... possible i'm sorry they did i'm sorry i just wasn't a fan of that but no you're right we've brought up michael yeah that's why i said it we brought up we brought up michael bay several times because you can't like talk about this movie without talking it, about it, who made it because that's like the movie. thing yeah it's the thing you that we've tell. come to know this is the type of films this man makes and it's oh, it's just like I, I feel like he, he leaned into it but he's not leaning not into enough. it the right way which is messed up because yo I love movies with big explosions I love car chases right, I thought go, there was a lot go. of cool scenes in this but that's what this is this is a collection of cool scenes that are loosely tied together I, by a very poorly uh, depicted I story I just really wish commercials he would stop doing videos if you're gonna do that um, these complex narratives in his action movies because yeah. they don't work out for anybody involved yo, I want to see I want to see Michael Bay do a I want to see him do a, a, a low budget art film no yes no. yo i want to see michael bay do a low budget art film with no action because that would no. no it would be it, it would be, be the a, most boring movie to ever movie no. in all of movies yo think about it this way howard stern was never funnier than when he had censorship 
once you let him do what he wants, carte blanche, stuff becomes ridiculous, it becomes well, racist, that, it becomes sexist, it becomes well, all this stuff. When he actually had to check himself with no parameters, he didn't have to be creative. And that's what I'm saying. With Michael, Michael Bay, Bay has endless budgets. To begin with. Michael Bay has endless budgets. You put him in a room have him write a script where he doesn't have the hundred billion trillion dollars, however, for multiple explosions, you know? The, oh, he the, only gets the, one explosion. Yeah, the, uh, and you know what? To get that explosion, he's got to take a bottle of uh, a thing of hairspray and a lighter and just be like, and that's it. That's your explosion, Michael Bay. And it can no, only come in the last third. What you should do is let him just make a movie of explosions. Just let him make a movie that's just explosions. It might be a, magical. You realize that's called a fire, right? I mean, hey, that's the name of it. I bet it would come out better than anything he's ever done before. He will give those explosions meaning. Ew. <laughs> All right, well, what, um, what this came down to is it, Brian Reynolds was enjoyable. Yes, I like yes. Dave Franco's pop-up in there. I like the car chases, <gasps> the all the scenes. The action was, well like, it was right for the action. It was, it was action-packed. Yes. You know, Decent but action. all these uh, are, no are, are, like, no are cut off at the knees by the lack of a one coherent story uh, to a story that ultimately made sense at the end. And I mean, it, I feel like this actually could have been a really, really tight like film. Oh, I love action movies. Yeah, like this, this could have been. This could have been could have. the the like the intro to a new like Fast and Furious type this franchise. Is, this is and, exactly what happened with the Transformers movies. Oh, don't, like, don't you even have get like this really great concept, but because somebody can't deliver both tension and pathos when it's necessary in the story. That's right, Michael. You're flaccid. It, Shana said you're flaccid. Yes. It I mean, falls yes. flat. Right. Like, so it's, it takes away some of the enjoyment. Like, all right, all right, okay, let's, like, let's, not, let's not keep calling him impotent, yo. One or two times is fine, but that's, that's just hurtful. You know what? I actually think it's a fair joke because all of his um, action is all just like a penis narrative Raising anyway. the... <laughs> bring it down. All right, well, I mean, believe it or not, I'm giving this a thumbs down. I know, I know. I was very candid about it, but no, it's like, but it's a thumbs down, but it's a light thumbs down because yeah. it's not a bad watch. No, it's, it's just, it's just. I think, but is it one that you're gonna, you know, if, it, if felt, it was on felt, TV, would you watch it through? It'd be like, ah, nah, I've seen. No, this. I, I would watch it, and then once the first commercial break came on, I'd turn to something else. Okay, probably. You know, yeah. it's just like it. it I, I felt dirty for having sat there, like, oh, no, nah, it's gonna get better. Hold on, no, the story's gonna make sense in a bit, right? Now, hold on, hold on, I'm saying, by the time we get to the credits, I'm gonna look. Yo, it's over. Oh, also, mm, he should not tell stories not in reverse. Like, Michael Bay should not try to tell stories in reverse. It's not his bag. Try to do a Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah no, no. Right. Leave that Leave for, that to Tarantino. Yeah, leave that for the more competent directors, okay? Yeah. All right, so we, we stand here. I, yeah, I'm with not. you. It's like a light thumbs down. Like, it's enjoyable. It's yeah. a decent popcorn movie to, you know, make, to like sit with a bunch of friends and you make jokes like while you watch it. More so than I'm going to sit by myself and really get engaged because you will not feel good Don't expect about... that ring on your finger because that engagement yeah. is not coming. No. It's, it's, it's not a sit by myself and watch it. You're not getting a rose. It's, You're it's, not going to It does going not require any week. brain power because you don't want to expend any brain power. And it's a bummer too because I love my, I love Ryan Reynolds so much. He's just a funny guy. He's a clever so guy. Much. He's a guy who's done good stuff outside of his acting career as well as in. And I mean, he's, he's freaking Deadpool, yo. You know, he's a likable guy. And this is possibly the worst movie he's been in, uh, in my opinion, at least uh, since Hitman's Bodyguard. And I didn't hate that movie. I actually yeah, was another entertained. One. Not hateable, but wasted time and yeah. effort. Yeah. They could have gotten somebody else's <laughs> All right, well, on that unhappy note, uh, we are out of time. I want to thank you all for joining us for the action-packed, fun-filled episode. Kind of. I want to thank Man Panda. Hey-o. I want to thank Shayna. 
and I want to thank you. Mind you all, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or find us on social media, slash the geekdown on Facebook, at the geekdown on Instagram, on Twitter. Do find us, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Look for us on Twitch. Also look for us on Spotify. Open up your favorite podcast app. Just type in the geekdown. We'll usually the first ones that come up. And we'll catch you all right here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace.